0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news, Ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's
1: number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Recreational pot use on the Oklahoma ballot today. We have the story. Wichita City
2: Council looking at a new ethics policy today. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead.
0: I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Temperatures fell into the 30s overnight across south-central Kansas. We can expect a much cooler day, with rain chances gradually increasing. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes.
1: The Kansas Highway Patrol is investigating a fatal accident on the turnpike near Emporia. Two semi-trucks collided near Emporia around 10 o'clock Monday night. The semi with the trailer was parked on the right shoulder. The northbound semi crashed into the trailer, knocking it into a ditch. The northbound semi then caught fire. One person died in the crash. Heavy equipment was called in to move debris off the lanes of the turnpike. Northbound lanes of the turnpike were shut down several hours. And the Kansas Highway Patrol has released the identity of the person who uh, has died in that wreckage. Thirty-five-year-old Yuri Lindell from uh, Nixon, Missouri. Thirty-five-year-old Yuri Lindell of Nixon, Missouri, died in that crash near Emporia.
2: Voters in Oklahoma are going to the polls to decide whether to approve recreational marijuana. State question 820, which is the only issue on the ballot today, would legalize marijuana for those over the age of 21. Oklahoma voters approved medical marijuana five years ago by 14 percentage points. And the state has one of the most robust programs in the country, with roughly 10 percent of the population
1: holding a medical license. Soldiers are patrolling the Mexican border city where four Americans were kidnapped.
3: The four entered Mexico at the southernmost point of Texas in a white minivan bearing North Carolina license plates. Officials say they came under fire, soon entering the city of Matamoros. A group of men then threw them into the back of a pickup truck. Matamoros now has an increased military presence. Public Security Secretary Sergio Chavez-Garcia saying they're following the governor instructions to do all they can to find the americans the u.s advice do not travel to tamaulipa state jonathan savage fox news
2: police have released the name of a man who died following a weekend shooting in south wichita this happened saturday night in the 4200 block of south clifton officers were called finding a man in the street who had been shot he later died at a hospital he's identified as 24 year old evan harrison Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office believes the shooting was an isolated incident. They're asking for anyone with information about it to call investigators
1: at 316-660-5300. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will look at executing a new ethics policy for city government. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. It's really just about crossing the T's, dot, and the I's at this point. Uh, We are professionalizing our our not just the policy, but also uh, the uh, implementation of that by having uh, a budget for an independent contractor, a, a lawyer to, to help uh, review these ethics complaints uh, when necessary. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Head of the Morning Show on KNSS.
2: Law enforcement in Georgia with a warning to out of town protesters coming to demonstrate against a new police training facility.
4: After a weekend protest turned into a riot at the site of the new public safety training facility outside Atlanta, causing damage to it, 23 people were charged with domestic terrorism. Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr told the Fox News Rundown podcast all but two were from out of state Canada and France.
2: We are not
1: Seattle. We are not Portland. We are not some of these places where folks look the other way and, and don't hold people accountable. This is Georgia.
4: The director of one community group said Carr and others are trying to criminalize and detach their movement from its homegrown origins. Carr says the irony is this facility was approved to help provide law enforcement the better training so many protesters demanded during demonstrations in 2020. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
1: KNSS News time now, 704, four minutes past seven o'clock. For the
2: Wichita State women's basketball team, it was win and advance yesterday. We'll have highlights
1: coming up in sports. This is severe weather preparedness week. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Sporting News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Sporting News with Stephen Ted now seven oh eight. Eight minutes past seven o'clock on this Tuesday morning. This is severe weather prepared this week and officials urge residents to maintain multiple ways to receive weather alerts. This is also a good time to review and know your storm safe place at home, at work and at school. This morning at 10 o'clock, there will be a statewide tornado drill, which is also a good time to put together a severe weather safety plan to outline where you go and what you need to do and take with you during the threat of an impending tornado.
2: Garbage collectors, utility workers, and train drivers, all among people walking off the job today across France, expressing anger at a bill raising the retirement age to 64, which unions see as a broader threat to the French social model. More than 250 protests are expected in Paris and around the country in what organizers hope is their biggest show of force yet against President Emmanuel Macron's showcase legislation. The bill is under debate in the French Senate this week. A
1: bank has filed a federal lawsuit over the continuing pause in student loan repayments. SoFi Bank filed the suit Friday, arguing the pause is illegal and is costing the bank millions in potential profits. The pause in repayments, first enacted by President Trump, has been extended eight times, the latest of which came in November and could last until summer. SoFi argues that unlike the first seven extensions, which were geared towards financial relief due to the pandemic, this latest one was put into place simply as a hold, while the Supreme Court debates the Biden administration's larger student loan forgiveness program. SoFi claims the latest extension has costed $6 million in profits and that the loss might eventually total $30 million. The Education Department has not yet responded to the
5: lawsuit. Kevin Uretzky, Fox News.
1: Prince Harry is making his
2: first appearance since his book was released earlier this year.
5: Today marks the start of the two-day Uplift conference in San Francisco, and with it, Prince Harry's first public appearance since the publication of his memoir. He released Spare in January, and ever since, it's been on the bestseller list for both print and audio. The Uplift event is organized by BetterUp, which is a corporate coaching startup, and Prince Harry became the company's first chief impact officer in 2021. The website for the event lists Prince Harry as a speaker but doesn't clarify what he will discuss or when it's scheduled. Other speakers slated for the conference include author Adam Grant and actress and Emmy nominee Issa Rae. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
1: KNSS News time now, 710. Ten minutes past seven o'clock. Traffic volumes picking up here in the Wichita
2: area. Seeing some heavier traffic right now. On I 135, north and southbound, especially northbound, just south of the road construction at the North Junction traffic update from 987 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
1: Now, the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Good morning, Lucy.
3: Good morning, guys. How are you doing today? We're good, doing, good. Doing
1: well. Thank you.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a gloomy day out there. Temperatures not really wanting to warm up, which we only get really into the mid-40s by the late afternoon. But the good news is that we have moisture coming into the forecast. We're seeing spotty showers well into this afternoon and overnight, and then a better chance for heavy rainfall arrives on Thursday. Temperatures, though, this week staying kind of on that gloomy side, bouncing right around our seasonal average in those mid-50s until we look towards this weekend. Sunshine returns on Friday and carries us through the weekend on a sunnier note, but that rain over the next three days is definitely going to be needed across the state
1: so today's high what around 42 something like that
3: today's high i have about 44 44
1: okay okay that's
3: I- what i was optimistic with it <laughs>
1: okay well is there any, any idea when that uh, when those clouds will show up and it'll start raining here in the wichita area
3: we're expecting to see that moisture push in from the south after about 10 a.m. I'm expecting we'll definitely be seeing rain by noon. It'll be more like of a drizzly light rain, not so much the heavy rain that we want to see. That heavier rain comes in Wednesday night into Thursday morning. So that's when that real rainfall arrives. Today's kind of just that annoying spitting rain, a yeah. drizzly. That's what we can expect. Well, to see you know, but
1: you you guys cover the, cover the entire state. Out west, I looked, I'm watching that, and we all are, I think, because it's been so dry out there. And mm-hmm. we'd like to see some rain, some good rain out west for the crops and so forth, you know.
3: Yeah, especially over these next three days, they also have the same chances of rainfall as these systems come in from west pushing east. So definitely we're very excited to see that rain, especially the heavy rain on Thursday out in western Kansas.
1: All right, Dad, so what are what are the current conditions
3: then? Temperatures right now sitting around 36 degrees. We do have winds out of the northeast, a little bit breezy. Winds currently around 20 miles per hour. Winds will relax throughout the day, though. Our visibility, absolutely perfect, but our wind chills. When we factor in those northeast winds, feeling more like 25 degrees as we step out the door. So Ooh, definitely make sure you grab your jacket today.
1: That's, that's kind of chilly. All right. A thank little chilly. You. <laughs> thank you, Lucy. That is the uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. 7.13, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Yesterday's high 61 degrees, Ted, a normal high 55. And you heard the forecast. Uh, at least some rain is coming, and it doesn't look like it's going to be the kind that has great big giant hailstones with it and 90 mile an hour wind. That'll be kind of nice. <laughs> Get a little moisture in without all the theatrics. You know, so I look forward to that. Um, let see, what else has we got going on this? One? Today is March 7th. 2023 now last hour or a few minutes ago we show, told you that uh on this date in 1876 alexander graham bell received a u.s patent for his telephone mm-hmm. now on this date jump ahead to 1926 which would be 50 years mm-hmm. to the day the first successful transatlantic radio telephone conversations took place between new york and london transatlantic which, radio telephone. once again at that time must have seemed like 19, something just unbelievably amazing. Yeah, uh, nineteen twenty-six, would be like something of, if if, if you science fiction novel. Yeah, you know, as we as these uh, as these uh, advances were made, it's like when we tr- completed the transcontinental railroad, it just moved the moved the country, moved the world ahead in the way we communicate with each other. Now, just uh, you know, if if my granddad, if I could talk to him today, and, and show him what my watch will do and what my cell phone will do. He'd be amazed. Mm-hmm. I think he'd love it because he was a man who, uh, my, uh, my mom's dad, he was a man who worked with his hands. He was a, a mechanic, a plumber, a carpenter, you name it. And I think he would be fascinated by computers and, and by the way we've made this progress and the way c- we communicate with each other. Uh, amazing. Okay. The American Experience show on
2: PBS many years ago did a whole hour on the transatlantic cable and the problems that it presented and the challenges. It's really interesting.
1: Wow! So where does it go from somewhere in Maine or up in the Northeast across? Yeah, they, well, I mean, they, at That's that, that point thinking. they were
2: trying to find the shortest distance, and it was something like that. Okay. <laughs> authorities uh, say, but you know, they were worried. Of, you know, boats are—it had to be buried deep because you know, otherwise, boats are going to get into it or fish or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very interesting. The uh, authorities say a tree. Uh, this is interesting. A tree fell and fatally struck the mother of a Boy Scout who was hiking with the troop in Santa Clara, California Sunday. Before the firefighters arrived, bystanders from the Boy Scout troop tried to get the woman out from under the tree, but were unsuccessful. Apparently that tree was so big, several people couldn't lift it. Wow. Firefighters managed to free the woman from the tree and performed life-saving measures, but she was declared dead at the scene. No one else was injured, but that's got to be some kind of tree. And, and, you know, yes, It's very sad. You just... Never know when when that's going to happen. Stephen, ten in the morning here on KNSS, and today is as we mentioned earlier, and we mentioned on our news this morning, uh, torrent or severe weather preparedness week. And today is the, the day for the annual tornado drill at ten o'clock this morning. So if you hear the sirens, that's what it's going to be. And uh, ask yourself, it's a good this is a good thing. Ask myself, something to do at home. If you're thinking about something that could happen, like a tornado coming at your house. Uh, if you're thinking about uh, a fire Where do you, and you have kids, hey, what do we do? Where do we go? Well, can we meet in the front yard or this tree out in the front yard if it's still there? Uh, make a plan. Have a plan ready. I'm not exactly sure what ours is here, but you know, if we have a tornado, we're pretty well. We're in a pretty good bunker over here. We just uh, hunker down. But uh, on the other hand, there's forced. Yeah, I don't want four everything above on top us. of me landing on top of me. <laughs> well. No plans, perfect. You know the uh, when we did radio at Twenty First and Woodlawn, uh, the studio we had was uh, right next to the front glass. Mm -hmm. In other words, you and I were here, and right behind us was a great big plate glass window or two. And I often felt, boy, we're sitting here covering weather, and something comes up, we could very very crush my glass sitting there. It was a pretty scary place in that uh, in that regard, but. Uh, At any rate. Uh, So be prepared today. Today is uh, Tornado Awareness Day. 717, Severe Weather Awareness Day. 717, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And it's time for Sports Down with Ted Woodward. Ted, take a look at women's basketball action yesterday. The opening
2: round of the American Conference Tournament down in Fort Worth, Wichita State taking on Temple. And the Shockers were ready to go, had a big first quarter. Game slipped a little bit away in the middle portion of the game, but the Shockers then rallied again in for a big push down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Steve Strain had the call of the game yesterday afternoon on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH.
0: Rebound, knocked to the floor. Colbert's got it. Gets rid of it to McCarty. Here come the Shockers. They want to push. DJ is going to drive into the lane. Running scoop shot is up, and it's good. DJ McCarty has given the Shockers a nine-point lead, 63-54.
2: And the Shocks would go on to win it by 10. 71-61 was the final score. The Shockers never trailed in this game. Big game for D.J. McCarty. 18 points and 6 assists.
0: Temple's a good team. We knew they were going to go on a run. We knew it just wasn't going to be an easy game or a blowout. So I was just telling my teammates in the huddle, just take away their momentum and stay together. And we got the dub.
2: Sure did. Now it's advance. Wichita State's next game is at noon today, taking on the top team in the conference, South Florida, a team that has won 16 of its last 17 games. The Shockers in South Florida in the quarterfinals. Steve Strain will have the call beginning at 1145 this morning, and that is on KFH. We have two national basketball tournaments beginning here in town today, and the Wichita area has two regional sites to handle all that. It's the NAIA National Men's Tournament and National Women's Tournament with opening round games today. There will be two men's games at Friends University this afternoon and two games at Hartman Arena this afternoon. And then tonight we have two women's games at Friends and two women's games at Hartman. The late game at Hartman Arena tonight at 8 o'clock features 20th-ranked Sterling women in their opening round game. At the NAIA National Tournaments, we have a lot of elite Basketball teams here in town getting things going today. Some other action for teams that are not here in town. 22nd ranked Southwestern men are in Langston, Oklahoma tonight taking on Northwestern Iowa. And Bethel, number 14 seed, is taking on Jamestown, North Dakota, a number three seed on the road tonight. That's Bethel men. So good luck to all those teams in the opening rounds of the NAIA National Tournament. And a lot of action here in the Wichita area. College baseball this afternoon. Wichita State's homestand continues at X Stadium. The Shockers are hosting Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts has lost nine straight games here in Wichita. Live coverage of Shocker baseball at 2.40 this afternoon, and that is over on KFH. Tonight in El Dorado, it's Juco men's basketball action in the regional quarterfinals. Butler Community College hosting Independence. Butler with 22 wins on the season. Dennis Higgins has live coverage of Butler basketball beginning at 7.15 tonight, and that is on KFH. And in pro hockey, in the National Hockey League last night, the Edmonton Oilers win on the road at Buffalo, beat the Sabres 3-2. The winning goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner, with 37 saves. As he wins his third game in a row in goal for Edmonton, his 18th win on the season. Former Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner with another win. Helping Edmonton to victory last night in the NHL.
1: And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it up for house call for health. Do you need ideas on how to eat healthier? That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. The Good Feet Store. You deserve comfort in your life. You do not deserve pain or discomfort in your feet, your ankles, your knees, your lower back. Why put up with pain? Why not do something about it? Be proactive. Contact the folks at the Good Feet Store today. They could have the answer to your pain. Yeah,
2: so many people have gone to the Good Feet Store after they experience that pain. A lot of some complaints come from men. You'll, you often hear men say, "I'm tired of buying shoes. Nothing's comfortable anymore." Just spent 200 bucks on these work boots and you know, feet still hurt. I tell you what, get into the Good Feet store. You can experience pain relief from the Good Feet system.
1: These are inserts that will go in all of your shoes, including ladies' high heels. Now, individual results may vary. Consult your physician for medical conditions. But the Good Feet store could be the place you need to go. One-stop pain relief at Kellogg and Rock, in front of TJ Maxx. Kellogg and Rock on the east side of Wichita, in front of TJ Maxx. Go in for a free test walk today. No shots, no surgery, no medication. Make that visit to the Goodfeet store. It could
2: change your life. Come in and try the Goodfeet feeling today. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Goodfeet store. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and
0: 1330
1: KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 36 degrees down with a cloudy sky. A Texas state representative introduces a bill calling for secession.
5: It's being dubbed Texit. A Texas lawmaker wants voters to decide whether the Lone Star State should secede from the rest of the United States. The measure introduced Monday by Republican State Representative Brian Slayton, who says it's time to let the people of Texas make their voices be heard. Jeff Leach, a Republican in the Texas House of Representatives, though, declared it ridiculous and seditious. Texas has tried to secede from the U.S. several times. In the 1968 Supreme Court case, Texas v. White, the court ruled that states do not have the right to unilaterally secede from the union. Sue Guzman, Fox News.
2: More grass fires reported over the weekend in Cali County. Two fires were set Friday night. Another Saturday burned about 80 acres. Two weeks ago, three grass fires were set near Arkansas City. Fire Marshal Chet Reneau, Says they are working to determine if the six fires are connected.
1: They have the safety precautions because Sunday was supposed to be a bad uh, fire weather. Uh, we did some back burns to try to um, prevent any further uh, fire, grass fires, and put um, homes in jeopardy.
2: Anyone with information about these fires asked
1: to contact law enforcement. Kansas legislators are considering a proposal. That would expand a state income tax credit for goods and services purchased from vendors employing disabled workers. However, opponents say the bill would benefit employers who pay disabled workers less than the minimum wage. The debate comes as employers nationally have been moving toward paying at least the federal minimum wage of $7.25 per hour. Over a dozen states have banned below minimum wage jobs for disabled workers. And a bipartisan proposal to do so is before Congress.
2: Ohio's lieutenant governor shares his thoughts on railroad safety and federal oversight following two major derailments in the state.
3: Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Houston tells Fox's Neil Cavuto railroad companies are not investing enough in safety and should be held accountable.
0: We don't regulate them at the state level. We depend on the the, uh, Department of Transportation to do that for America.
3: Following two recent Norfolk Southern train derailments in the state, the railway releasing a safety plan amid public health concerns in East Palestine where a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed last month. The
0: railroad has committed to moving people out temporarily, uh, uh, and giving them other accommodations, which I think is a good thing, but it's going to take another six weeks to get this cleaned up.
3: Norfolk Southern's CEO Alan Shaw said to answer questions at a Thursday Senate hearing. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
1: The Wichita City Council is looking at a new $400 million proposal to renovate much of downtown Wichita while retaining Century 2 and the library building. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. It's probably going to need a, uh a vote of the public uh, to move forward with so it's going to be one of those where not only are we going to continue the conversation um but we need public input and want to make sure we have public approval uh just just resounding public approval because like i said this conversation has gone for a long time whipple commented during mondays with the mayor on the steve and Ted of the morning show on knss and now a look at the forecast with knss staff meteorologist uh, Dan Holliday.
0: Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have an overcast sky here in Wichita with scattered showers gradually on the increase today, especially going into the afternoon. We will likely be in the upper 30s around noontime, 42 for the high this afternoon with a northeast wind. Rain off and on through this evening, low near 40, and some drizzle on Wednesday with a high 51. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holliday.
1: Now a cloudy sky, 36 degrees. We do have a northeast wind. Gusting to 26 miles per hour, so that puts makes it feel a little cooler out there, I'm sure. Uh, we are inside where it's nice and air-conditioned. Everything's okay with Steve and Ted. 730, in case you're interested, 733 now, 36 degrees. And it's that time of the week, that time of the day of this time of the week. We speak with Pete Meitzer, who is the chairman of the Sedgwick County Commission. Good morning, sir.
0: Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. Hi there. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. It
1: is. And we're going to yep. get some rain, and that's going to be good for everybody, maybe even the crops. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, you've got uh, you've got a commission meeting tomorrow, I understand, right? And uh, yep. one of the items that says, from from what I can see, is an incentive agreement with Integra. Is that uh, the county's portion of what uh, what's, what's being offered? Tell us about that, Pete, if you would, please.
0: Right. Well, it's... Uh, there's a series of just a couple of things, uh, obviously a, a letter of support as they go after the federal CHIPS grant and, uh, and a commitment that we would work with the city of Bel Air and others to, uh, to assure the proper roads. Uh, KDOT's already uh, really committed pretty good on 254, which is, would be the north side uh, of widening and intersections up there. And uh, but more specifically, uh, we c- we're committing to joining um, with the city, hopefully, uh, uh, to uh, well, actually with the city of Bel Air, we're putting together uh, training, helping fund some of the training, uh, which would be in their uh, Wichita office. But it's basically about a, a, up to a hundred thousand a year for five years uh, towards. Uh, this massive training that they need, that under the guidance of WSU Tech, actually in partnership with them, so it's just a, a show of, of support from Sedgwick County uh, for this project and um, and, and mainly the helping with the training, which is the, they're going to need. So that's what that is.
1: So one of our uh, one of the TV shows that Shelly and I like on, on Sunday morning at eight o'clock is the is this CBS uh, Sunday Show. And uh, they had a piece on micro, uh, on microchips. And it really was good because it gave you all the background of why, why it's important and so forth. It showed a big map of all these, these plants that are being considered here across the U.S. and trying to get back to at least a 25 or 30% share of the market uh, being built right here in, in the USA. I mean, it's, it was a good piece. It really uh, put, put a lot of information out there. This is, this is an important deal.
0: Yes, it is. Did they did they show uh, the Wichita areas?
1: They did. They showed uh, the, the oh, on the map. There was a little dot for Wichita. And there was one over in uh, on uh, Burlington. They didn't show the other one, which is right. up where around Lawrence. Up where is that other one? That third one? Hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Well, in Lawrence. About DeSoto.
1: Yeah, Desoto. Desoto. That's it. But uh, yeah, we so, we got on the map anyway, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: there was a movement. I, I mean, see, they're just trying to. Push to get 25 30 percent of the microchips made here. Uh, it just shows you how much the world has uh, has gone by us uh, over the years. Uh, Taiwan mainly making uh, the microchips, and but Integra is kind of ahead of the game in that they're the. I think we've talked before. They're the third and fourth uh, audit of a chip to make sure it's it's real uh, out of the four four steps. There's the making is making and the chip and the next step is whatever step two is, but step three and four are important to make sure that they're, that they're actually working. Is it,
1: uh, then is it your explanation and understanding that the the chip itself will be made somewhere and then brought in and, and they go through a process here? Is that the way it works?
0: No, no, they will be, now we'll be taking over uh, that. That's the expansion of it right now. Integra is about 250 employees. Yeah. that Do these uh, fi- final two steps. So the, the, uh, now we will get into, they will get into the chip making process. Ah, and, uh, so
1: we'll be in on step so one that. and two then,
5: right?
0: <laughs> Pretty much. The way I understand it now, if I think if Brett Robertson's <laughs> listening, he may, <laughs> well, he may be calling me saying, hey, people, I want you to understand exactly what we did.
1: <laughs> we're trying, we're trying, we're trying to understand it. It's interesting, though, that, uh, pointing out that, you know, we got to get our best and brightest minds on some of this stuff. and. And when it comes to this, this thing with the chips and so forth, we we used to be the leader in all of this stuff and innovation around the world. And, yeah, we can't be caught with the unawares on these things. We got to have some visionaries out there, some people who can see yeah. this coming, right?
0: Yeah. And I think there's some attraction to the quote, Heartland in the middle of, of America because it's. Oh, you know. Besides, obviously, weather problems or earthquake problems. Uh, they, these things are really sensitive uh, stuff. And and a loyalty of workforce and and cost of living. All those things are kind of elevating them to a to, to be a bonus for for this area. And I'm so glad that that Integra not only is 40 years old here in Wichita, but they're, they're chosen to, to stay in this area, uh, which you know, for this big expansion because yeah. they were getting they were getting hit hard with a couple of states in specific to uh, locate this thing out, out in another state. So I, I appreciate Brett and and all their locally owned employees. Companies said "Well, we're going to stay here. So thank uh, you that's, for them.
1: that's a good point because I can theme, name about, off top of my head, about a half dozen major companies that started here. And okay, we're they going leave, to Dallas. Yeah. Poof, we're going yeah. here. We're going there. So yeah, yeah. God bless yep. these folks for saying we're going to stay here and, and grow it here. That's great. Um, yeah. What about uh, an item on the agenda for the uh, county administration building? Is that what's that a plan for the new building or what is that,
0: uh, Pete? Well, it's kind of a uh, it's just a step uh, that we need to take to uh, it's kind of a legal financial step to obligate uh, to allow our our staff to go ahead and pursue a couple of options for a county administration building. Uh, our, our lease is still good for two and a half more years or so and uh, and this this formally allows them to go out and, and look at a building and put a, put a, a, you know put a basic offer uh, just to do due diligence for 90 days, go and check the the roof and the, all the bones of the building or or also to officially look at what it would take to build a new building. Um, and so it really it doesn't obligate anything other than allow uh, formally allows staff to uh, to go out and start start looking and investigate what we can do. All
1: so. right. Anything else on the agenda you want to talk about this morning?
0: No, no. Let's, let's see. We're approving noxious weeds. Oh, nice.
1: Well, noxious yeah. weeds. Hold me back. <laughs> this is severe weather preparedness week across the state of Kansas and this is uh this is uh, the drill day when they have the tornado drill. Uh tell us a little bit about preparedness and uh you're confident I'm sure that we I think our people here do a pretty good job of staying prepared on this but you can tell us what you think.
0: Well, I I believe so too. They uh our emergency operating center is a very impressive uh center uh under uh uh, under our leadership, with Julie, um, forgetting her last name, but she she retired from uh, from McConnell and she was kind of heading up their operating center at McConnell when she she left the Air Force, and so we've got a good one in her. And uh, but it coordinates, uh, you know, as experienced in Andover. Somehow nobody, you know, nobody died in the Andover tornado, but uh, but those are the kind of things that they immediately coordinate all of the all of the uh, the groups to uh, when there's a disaster or, or something hits, and uh, and and they practice. and the, the center itself is kind of impressive, like a war room of all these people. Even you know the school districts are represented, and because what are they going to do about schools or not? And, right. It's it's a tremendous coordination of uh, the obvious of police, fire, and, and emergency. Uh, you know, ambulance. That's that's a, a no-bringer. But you know, the, the radios. Do, does nine one one still operate under to continue on regular while while these people are all communicating with radios uh, in the emergency on the different channels? And it's it's pretty pretty interesting if you're uh, to, to know. It's very comforting for me to, to know that. And when something happens there's yeah. where it's not just not just the mayor calling some buddies and say hey let's go help no yep. so yep. well,
1: uh, so I I try to at least live partially by the uh, by the Boy Scout motto be prepared right
0: yeah <laughs> that's true very true Very, good. very true all
1: okay. right sir thank you as always and uh, I guess we'll check with you again next week this time Oh, the reality that commission that's right. chair, Pete Meitzner, with Steve at in the, the morning here on KNSS. 742 now coming up the Wichita Business Journal update. Wichita, Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport is off to a strong start in 2023. That's on the way. Steve and in the morning on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
5: Plan savings
0: with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. All right.
0: Tour two more.
3: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, remarkable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen's in the morning. KNSS 746 here on this
1: Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita City Council discussing a new ethics policy today. Two. Victim of weekend fatal shooting in South Wichita identified as 24-year-old Evan Harrison. No suspect in custody. One. Voters in Oklahoma today deciding whether to legalize recreational marijuana use. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS.
2: A stalled-out vehicle, potentially a traffic hazard. This is uh, southbound on I-135 up by 29th Street North. Some fairly heavy traffic volumes there, too, so watch for things to slow down. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
1: Cloudy and cooler with a 60% chance for rain later today and a high of 42 degrees. Yesterday's high 61. 40% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low 39. Wednesday, 50% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 50 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, 36 degrees. We have a northeast wind gusting to 26 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks open Monday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And coming up, mm, not this Friday, but a week from Friday, is the 48th Blarney Breakfast uh, here in Wichita. And uh, fundraiser for Rainbows Unite. Have a couple of guests in, this, in here with us this morning, including Margaret Shook is here with us. And Ray, she's from, which uh, sorority is that from?
5: It's Epsilon Sigma Alpha. We've been doing this for 44 out of the 48 years. Wow. Yeah, long time.
1: Have you done every one of them yourself?
5: Yes, I have. Nice. I really have. We had a son that, a... that attended Rainbows, and I became part of their family, and I'm, they've never gotten rid of well, me I yet. you probably <laughs> would have
1: started in junior high school.
5: Yeah, thank you. As, as thank young you. as you
1: look. Thank <laughs> you. Michelle Eastman's with us as well. And you're with the Rainbows, right?
4: That's right. Rainbows United, a uh, local not-for-profit right here in Cedric County, Butler County, and Sumner County.
1: They've been around a long time. It was something else before that. I can't remember what it was. Institute of Logopedics? No. No?
4: No, no, no. <laughs> Rainbows was started um, as Rainbows United okay. um, 51 years ago. 50? We celebrated 50 years last year. Okay. So. All
1: right. So tell us about uh, the Blarney breakfast. You know, like everybody else, the pandemic hit and you had a tough time one year, but now you're back. And uh, you can a couple of ways you can get the get the breakfast, right?
5: Yeah, we are so excited this year. We're back. We're inside. You have your choice. You can either drive through, or you can come into the restaurant. They'll be broadcasting there. We'll have the dancers and the bagpipers. Everything's back, and great food at yeah, at mm-hmm. Old Chicago East.
3: At
1: Old Chicago East, right there uh, on Kellogg Drive, over here about a mile over to to the west of where we are right now. So uh, how many people do you think will actually participate in this? And by the way, what are the hours? looks like uh, inside from 6 to 9.30? Correct. 6
5: to 9.30. And, you know, we fed 1,000 people. We have no idea. You have to go online, though, and get your tickets. They're $20 for adults, $10 for children under 12. And you have to go to rainbowsunited.org and get those tickets. You have to purchase those by the 12th. So we want to encourage everybody to go online today and do that. We've got
1: a deadline coming up. Michelle, what was it you wanted to tell us about? I yeah. think you that was a part you were supposed to do that part there. <laughs>
4: Don't you?
1: What What do you got for
4: it? Uh, yeah. So purchase your tickets by <laughs> by the twelfth. That is very very important because it all goes to help children with special needs and their families right here in our local community. Mm-hmm. This year we're really talking about um, our school age camp program, um, Camp Woodchuck, that happens during the summer. So for families who have a child with special needs, they're in uh, school. during during the school year, but the summer is a really tough time uh, because for children uh, with special needs who can't stay home by themselves, even a teenager uh, can't stay home by themselves, they need um, care. And so this uh, Camp Woodchuck provides a time for them to come together, to socialize, to have a really fun camp experience where we do crafts and field trips and they get to socialize with their peers and have a safe environment uh, for the summer. So uh, we are featuring Camp Woodchuck. We're also offering people the opportunity for a supply drive to help us put on camp. We need all kinds of craft supplies, as well as uh, prepackaged snacks and drinks. There are drop-off locations all over town, including Old Chicago East and West. We have a location in Wellington at uh, Bay and Braille uh, in El Dorado at Robbins, People can drop off those things until uh, the breakfast next mm-hmm. Friday, uh, and we'll pick them up. We'll uh, have a, just a fabulous camp for um, our school-age kids with special needs.
2: All right. Well, listen to you two. Thanks for being with us. Once again, what's that website where people can yeah, get tickets? Yeah, we want the website.
5: RayMoseUnited.org. So go on uh, online today and get your tickets.
1: Yes. Margaret Shook and Michelle Eastman with us this morning. The 48th Annual Barney Breakfast is coming up Friday, March 17th. But you got to get your tickets online at rainbowsunited.org. Thank you so much for being with us this morning.
4: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Steve the of the morning here at KNSS. Stocks ended mixed on Wall Street Monday.
5: A choppy trading session with an early rally fading and stocks ending mixed as investors await potentially market-moving testimony by Fed Chair Jerome Powell on Tuesday. Tech and communications services sectors were among the gainers, and Apple stock popping on a Goldman Sachs upgrade. An analyst with the Wall Street firm says the tech giant could get a big boost from its services business and new product innovation. And shares of Snapchat parent Snap surging as U.S. lawmakers prepare legislation to ban one of its primary competitors, that big tick tock in the u.s the dow winners apple merck and visa the dow decliners boeing salesforce and 3m the dow of 40 points the nasdaq down thirteen, and s&p 500 up three hillary barski fox news and a
2: local business update from the wichita business journal wichita dwight d eisenhower national airport off to a strong start this year new data from the wichita airport authority showing total ridership in January. More than 115,000 passengers, that's better than the performance of January last year, by nearly 24%. This all comes on the heels of a rebound last year from the travel impact of the pandemic that saw Eisenhower National's annual passenger count rise nearly 20% from over 2021 and 94% over what it was in 2020. The airport still lagging behind the pre-pandemic levels, however, January of this year, about 12% lower than the passenger count back
1: in January of 2020. Former KSN TV anchor Emily Younger has left television to start a new role as the new public relations manager at the Greater Wichita Partnership, the region's economic development organization. Younger had been with KSN since 2016, where she anchored the evening newscast at 5, 6, and 10 p.m. And that's a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal here on this Tuesday morning, March 7th, 2023. Today, Ted, is National Flapjack Day. Aha! Honoring the sturdy, wholesome cakes we've been cooking up for generations. Recipes handed down from grandmother to son and mother to daughter continue to bring smiles to families all across the country. Flapjacks were a staple of pioneers pursuing new lives in the frontier. Packed with nutrients and energy. Flapjacks provided the fuel they needed to withstand the often arduous trails. My question is, how is a flapjack different from your standard pancake? Well, there's your there's your big question of the day. <laughs> I'm not sure there's a whole lot of difference there. Flapjacks and pancakes. National Flapjack Day. All right, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Stay with us. Coming up in the eight o'clock hour with Stephen Ted, we have the latest on that referendum on recreational marijuana use in Oklahoma today. Ted has sports, right, Ted?
2: Yeah, we got elite basketball teams here in town for national tournament action starting today, and we'll preview all that coming up in sports. Plus, entertainment news, it's the blur. Yep, entertainment news coming your way at 8:35 this morning. So be here for that.
1: And we have traffic and weather on the way in the eight o'clock hour. Stay with us, Steve at 10 in the morning on
5: KNSS.